What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. All right, so welcome to episode number 156. In this one, we are going to talk about the positive day that we saw. and we are also going to talk about the fiscal package that was announced or at least part of that fiscal package uh because apparently we we should be expecting another announcement soon possibly in the next week or so and uh while this one dealt with um you know the arm janta so to speak the next one will mostly deal with corporates so that is the one which will really have an impact on the markets this one did not have as much but that is exactly what we are here to discuss so without further ado make sure you are listening at a speed you are comfortable at i prefer to x but you do you and let's get started so as far as the market snapshot is concerned we're looking at a very a uh, positive day today market cap is up by almost one entire point but unusually both the fi's and the di's were net sellers today i don't know really what this uh, why, why this is the case but we are looking at a somewhat mild selling by both minus 484 crores for the for the fi's and minus 769 crores for the di's I'm assuming that a lot of this is because uh you know they must have sold options or something or some something or the other going on possibly the DIs exiting their longs that they have been making uh or some some other reason not quite sure of this reason of course but uh it's a very unusual side especially because this is the first time the DIs have been on the sellers on the net selling side since possibly a little over one entire month and that's a rare thing so it's interesting to note i'm not again i'm not quite sure what the reason for this is but this is what we are seeing also interestingly the adr is far higher than what we've seen in the past uh, again past one month or so it's 2.31 1268 advances 2549 declines and 101 uh, 121 unchanged stocks is what we are seeing nifty bank nifty both positive we'll talk about that in the next segment but for now what you need to know is that overall the broad market indices were in the green the best performer were was nifty next 50 and the worst performer appears to be small caps once again so looks like small caps have taken an absolute beating here and that's understandable because they typically don't have the working capital compared to uh large caps or mid caps which is why this must have impacted them the most and vix is down once again now to uh now it's it's at 7153 so it's at, it's it's around low 70s which is like 15 points away from the high that it had made and as far as the sectoral indices are concerned the worst performing sector is metal we we're seeing a pattern here metal being you know either a very good performer or a very bad performer the best performer was nifty private bank i'm assuming that's a lot to do uh, with hdfc icici access all of those doing particularly well and as a result nifty bank is the next 
positive one nifty realty also up possibly because <clears throat> of the construction thing that was announced by nirmala sitharaman but i'm not quite sure fixed income indices once again up marginally so all around half percent up or so which is fine it's not too much but it's not too bad either and in terms of the 52 week highs and lows ruchi soya gk wires once again on this list it's pretty crazy i think ruchi soya has been up at least 50 rupees it was 90 or so back when we had actually started tracking it now it's at 141 so it's pretty wild seeing it here once again gk wire i, I don't quite remember but i think it was around 25 or so right now it's at 40 so again a very very strong move 41 is its high and uh, it's a good sign looks like ruchi soya has closed on its high which is another very interesting sign uh, so we had four total highs two of those and uh, one gold etf as far as the lows are concerned 269 lows which is a very low amount and the the typical uh the typical suspects are here you know um we're looking at where is it coal india ambuja cement so a few different stocks but overall it's it's largely the same stocks that we've seen in the past edelweiss is here as well i think edelweiss hasn't really performed well ever since rashesh shah was under investigation or still is under investigation i'm not quite sure but that's what we are seeing as far as the bulk deals are concerned uh eibel housing finance once again here apollo pipe is here as well joss style is here as well so a few known names being here and uh trehara is it trehara or trejhara or something that's also here Edelweiss Custodial Services sold that stock. Looks like they are shorting it or something, or they are booking profits, one or the other. Block deals, JSL Hisar. So Jindal Steel, Jindal Stainless. Looks like it's. <coughs> Sorry for that, my throat's a bit dry, but looks like it is uh, a transfer from one investment fund to the other, from from India Max to Albula Investment Fund. Not really well-known names, but that's just something which is there. And <clears throat> I can see Maruti Suzuki might start manufacturing ventilators, which is an interesting piece of news. I'm not quite sure how this will affect the stock prices, but Mahindra has already started research and development. Anand Mahindra is extremely active on Twitter, and he's been sharing so many posts about uh, the Kandivali plant and I, I believe the Ekatpuri plant as well, doing some R&D on, uh, on these ventilators. That's a good thing. A lot of uh, car manufacturers are getting into this just to, <clears throat> you know, make sure that there isn't a shortage of these essential things. So that's something uh, which is interesting, which is new. Of course, car manufacturers making ventilators. I think the last time something like this happened, like the factories were being recommissioned, so to say, was back in the World War Two or something when... Uh, pretty much all those factories were were converted to make other stuff i'm not quite sure what because i wasn't alive at that time uh duh but uh, that's that's something that had happened then apparently crude is again not too shabby it's down 2.86 percent wti and brent is down just 0.2 percent so we're looking at 23.79 for wti crude and 29.93 for brent crude I read an article this morning which said that it is possible that we'll see $10 per barrel or so in the near future because storage space is running out and it's it's a very crazy problem to have 
especially for a scarce resource such as oil. I'm wondering if it's because of all the overmining that's happening, overdrilling that's happening of oil, which has, of course, a tremendous impact on the environment, a negative impact on the environment. So I'm hoping that that eases off. The environment is also happy, even more so because of the coronavirus thing, which is which has been amazing for climate change. But I digress. Uh, coming to USD INR, 75.16 is where it's at. It is down an entire rupee from its previous close. And it's it's a massive gap that it has created. And it's pretty much the exact same gap that was there on uh, 23rd March, which it, which it had created. It's, it's just gone down as much. So it's a very interesting chart to see. Uh, you can just check it out on tradingview.com. It's what I'm using for this right now. So that is what we are seeing as far as the market snapshot is concerned. I'll talk about the indices next. And from there, we'll talk about uh, my take on the budget and just, just more on that because today I took no trades. Firstly, just a mild correction. I did not take no trades. I took one trade, but it was a, it was a very small one. Um, not really worth talking too much about, which is why I'll just mention it and then we'll move on. Uh, you know, of course, after this segment, but I just thought I'd uh, I'd let you all know. So as far as the indices are concerned, wait a minute. Why is my charting platform not loading? Nifty is at 8641 closing. It's up 323.6 points or 3.9%. And it did not attempt 9K levels as one, one might have thought. The high for the day was 8749. So that's all right. The low for the day was 8304. So it looks like eight, uh, 9K levels, of course, far out of reach. 8750 is the resistance in this case. And in this case, 8300 was a support. It's closed, uh, of course, closer to its uh, high, which is good. And it, it sort of shows uh, the general bullish uh, sentiment that was there. This was, I believe, not purely because of uh, the, the announcement today, the press con today, because it really did not talk a lot about the corporates as such, but the economy as a whole, which might have impacted it a bit. Uh, again, we'll talk more about that in the next segment. So Nifty here, uh, we're seeing an ADR of 39 gainers and 11 declines. The top gainer for the day was, unless you've been living under a rock, you'd know this, Indusin Bank. It's at 440, up 46%. And looks like this this is a trend that we've been seeing with iffy-ish banks, where ES Bank is just going completely berserk. Today, so is Indusin Bank. I'm not quite sure why this is, what the reason for Indusin Bank going up is, uh, because I haven't read up on it that much. But Indusin Bank, trust me, it was the market mover today. Whether we talk about pulling the market up or dragging the market down intraday, Indusin Bank was the main culprit because you have to understand that the global markets were not that positive. In fact, I believe France, UK, and... Uh, a couple other markets were all red, you know, beyond 2% down. So despite all that, Nifty sustaining its 3.89% uh, gain is a very strong sign. And I believe a huge chunk of that is thanks to Indusin Bank today. Also in this list is L&T up 10%. Also in this list is Bajaj Finance up 9.27%. 
and this begs the question was the previous low that we saw a, uh, a you know a bottom has the bottom been created is the market up towards recovery i personally feel that it's a bit complex than that because uh, what we are seeing right now is just a reaction to the stable uh, corona cases that we've seen it's a reaction to the timely treatment that the government has thankfully taken and it's a reaction to the stimulus that was given even though it was not related to the corporates it does set the tone for the corporate uh, package that hey the government is serious about pumping in money into the system they haven't quite clarified yet uh, how they'll be pumping the money into the system whether it's by you know making fresh money or whether it's by uh, increasing the CAD or something they haven't quite cleared that up yet which is still a gray area and I believe a journalist had asked this question to the FM which she uh, had bounced over or something but uh, that is what we saw and uh, it's, it's again it's they, they'll probably talk about it uh, you know they'll get the details out once the corporate budget is out but anyway what I what what I meant to talk about is that this is possibly not the bottom quite yet again I'm just speculating here because the number of cases might just increase over these two weeks uh, that are left and that is really going to set the tone because right now it's a fact that the demand and uh, you know the profitability of these companies will take a hit as a result it is slightly unrealistic to expect nifty to go back to 10k 11k 12k right away because if those were the levels where nifty was at when the companies were performing good these are possibly the uh, levels which are all right if the companies will not perform as good in the near future again their longer term profitability might not be affected unless they have severe working capital issues or something but their shorter term profitability and all that will definitely be affected and as a result we might see that being reflected in the stock prices as the results start coming out as the earnings start coming out uh, but for the time being i think that it's it's not quite a, uh, a dip yet it's not quite a bottom yet but if you've been averaging down then of course you got the entire benefit of this so that's something to consider i know i wasn't really planning on speaking this much on uh, the market as a whole but i figured that since i'm not using a script uh, these days i i just might as well uh, speak about my take on that as far as nifty's intraday chart is concerned we are looking at almost a w pattern in the sense that it went up sharply it retraced for a bit went up again took resistance at the previous high uh, or rather the previous high that it had created today then went down once again recovered once again and then went down again so that's kind of a w pattern it'll make a lot more sense if you look at it on the chart that's what we are seeing it's a clear rejection of those 8300 levels if you personally ask me in fact it's a clear rejection of even 84 uh, 84.50 levels or so because that is where the major intraday support was at so that's my take on nifty intraday in terms of the daily chart we are definitely seeing a higher high we are definitely seeing a higher low however it is very very close to its resistances now in fact yet just yesterday we were speaking about how 8750 or so uh, might be an important level for nifty because that is where one of the previous opens was 
and today's high was indeed 8750 uh, or so just one rupee away from that so that is this that means that it is approximately at resistance and when you look at the 13 moving average what you see is that it's sloping downwards it is coming right around the closing price which is once again another sign of resistance whether it takes resistance from here and goes down or whether it consolidates here or whether it breaches that completely really depends on several other factors such as the momentum which is so far been decent it also depends on the number of cases new cases we see it also depends on certain uh, aspects of the cure the antidotes that come out and all of those things and of course the fiscal package that comes out for the corporates so it is a bit early to say just yet whether this really is a bottom uh, continuing from our previous conversation but it's it's just probably best to just add lower lower quantities and stagger your purchases such that you don't end up missing a bottom and you don't end up buying it at the same level where, where it was at uh, before all this mess started so that's my take on nifty right now whether i'm bullish or bearish nifty tomorrow i'm not quite sure if i'm being honest i'll help you with the global indices as well and they appear to be mixed more bent towards negative to flat so possibly not as good of a day tomorrow if we purely go by the global markets of course we have seen the global markets not really being a great indication for the indian markets at times so you can take that with a grain of salt but that is what the global markets are indicating to us as far as bank nifty is concerned we are looking at bank nifty closing at 19613 it's up 1100 points or 6.36% so quite a lot in fact the high for the day would have almost made my previous 2500 bank nifty call in the money it was 20409 which is an obscene amount especially when you consider that the low for the day was just 18000 so that means the range was just around 2100 uh, points or so which is wild if you ask me so that's bank nifty again as a whole in terms of the gainers and losers we are looking at 10 advances and just two declines those two declines being pnb and bank of baroda once again yes bank has been dropped out otherwise this uh, it would have been on this list uh, once again bandhan bank has replaced it appears like and uh, that is what we are seeing I'm, I'm getting some error messages here that's fine i'll just cancel those anyway indusan bank of course the top gainer but bandhan bank is also the top gainer for bank nifty here 42.16 percent up which is just ridiculous access bank was up a good 10 15 percent intraday but then looks like it's sort of settled down at 5.88 percent up not really the best sign but still uh, it's a strong positive move so we'll give it that as far as bank nifty's intraday movements are concerned very similar to what we saw with nifty uh, you know in terms of the mild w pattern except the initial the initial retracement for bank nifty was not as severe as it was for nifty and bank nifty perfectly respected those fib levels if you would have made an intraday retracement so that's something to consider as well on the daily chart it is creating a higher high and a higher low it has filled in that gap almost completely and it has some way to go if it wants to um, you know actually 
reach its resistance which is possibly now at 20,319 the very first one the next one being approximately at uh, today's high which is 2,500 just shy of 2,500 and the next one possibly being just shy of 2,100 so that's my take on bank nifty as well and now let's move to my trades and uh, the fiscal package Okay, so talking about my trades, it was a 17500 bank nifty put. Of course, it did not work out so well, which is why I exited it real quick. And the reason why I took this is not because I expected the price to go down to 17500 till expiry. I was just hoping for a sharp decline, which did happen. But then, uh, you know, by that, by the time it had happened, I had already exited um, the option because I did not want to let it go to zero. Uh, the overall loss was not that much because it was so far OD, OTM. Um, you know, it had already become so cheap that you know any any investment would have really just been in three digits. So it's not really the best strategy uh, to adopt. But then still, it's sometimes when when your account size is not that high. Uh, you really need to improvise and you need, really need to see and especially when we're talking about so uh, days which are this volatile it is entirely possible that an option which cost you 16 rupees can go to above 120 rupees and if you're wondering why these numbers numbers are so specific it's because they really are uh, that really is what happened not with bank nifty though with nifty and that makes it an even wilder thing because what happened with nifty i think it was a 80 100 put or something i can't quite remember what was it but it was for 16 or 17 rupees at the start of the day and towards the end of the day it was 107 rupees so that that possibly just means that it was a 8500 call or something like that possibly an 8600 call so uh, that is something that 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 is worth noting that if your conviction is right then you can make an absolute killing even with these cheaper options because think about it your investment in that one would have been literally peanuts it would have been around 1000 rupees and it would have given you uh, much more than seven and a half thousand rupees per lot. So it's it's a wild ROI uh, So is if you look at uh, some April expiry options some of them are moving very weirdly From two rupees to four hundred rupees and from you know 50 rupees to like 250 rupees and such so it's very crazy how they are moving and it's definitely something that I will be looking at more closely uh, because if they are moving so wildly, of course, that means that there is a chance to make a profit and wherever, wherever there is a chance to make a profit, I need to make sure that I'm there and you need to make sure that you are there as well because you need to catch that train and you need to hold on to it until you are satisfied with the outcome. So that is my, that those were my trades and that is one of the observations that I made during the day. And uh, well, more appropriately, my father made during the day because this is also one of his observations that he had. Again, follow him at Omesh Rindani on Twitter. He posts so much more than I do. It's crazy. And it's going to be literally invaluable to you uh, if you want to actually take trading as 
uh, you know a profession or even if you just want to get better at it make sure that you do that and uh, yeah anyway talking about the fiscal stimulus package that was announced today uh, it was it was more of a populist one rather than more of a capitalist one which is honestly the need of the hour giving free stuff might really uh, be conflicting especially if you know that i'm more of a capitalistic guy but this is an unprecedented event i think that it is one step further than what one may call a black swan and that is why unprecedented events require such things because when we're talking about the economy farmers when we're talking about uh, you know regular the average joe who saves and spends all of those guys would have not been able to do anything had had they not have uh, had had this cushion not been given to them as a result i feel that it's a good sign not just from you know more of the populist and socialist side but also from uh, the market side because this just means that they have that um, additional money from that jandhan scheme to spend they have that additional uh, food grain uh, which is being given to them which will reduce their spending and increase their savings or increase their investments or at least reduce their dependency and as a result it will obviously have some amount of an impact on the economy it will have some impact on the market uh, and that is that is disregarding the fact that it will have a massive impact in terms of expenditure and fiscal policy i'm just talking about the impact of that from the consumer side so given that i feel that sure some degree of positivity in the market is warranted because it means that you know the aggregate demand is possibly going to go up because of this however i feel that more more than that what this was is also a short covering rally because seeing two positive moves consecutively especially with the market opening i think 130 points or so in the green what it indicates is that those who had shorted it previously are now beginning to realize that hey it's possibly better to just book profits as a result they are squaring off their positions which is sort of pulling the market up additionally uh, it might also be rollover from march to april which is also going to cause somewhat of an increase in prices so that is that is those are the most likely scenarios in my opinion curious to know what your view is again we've covered the technical aspect of it day before yesterday where we spoke about the level where it was at where we spoke about the candle pattern which was there but at the same time i i also said very clearly that the candle pattern alone or the volumes alone are really not enough to talk about whether it's a reversal or not whether it's a recovery or not because ultimately the market is right now dependent on so many other factors that it it's very hard to say just by looking at one variable so i still stand by that and i still stand by this may or may not be the recovery this may not may, may or may not be the road up uh, so i feel that it's it's better to just make sure that we are on the same page about that and yeah that was it as far as my trades are concerned my views on uh, the fm stimulus package is concerned and as far as the lessons for the day i've spoken about this the the market that we're seeing these days is is literally very similar in the way that the volatility is the same the option prices are just as weird as a result i've spoken about literally every single lesson that i have experienced um so far in these episodes in the previous episodes 
and whichever I haven't spoken about is something that I really can't put into words. You really have to look at the charts and you really have to see the prices live to actually understand what's going on, which is why it's hard to say. Uh, but if, if there was one thing that I had to take away from this trading day, it would be that sometimes it's just best to take profits and not re-enter into positions. That entire thing of letting your profits run is only applicable if the markets are trending. But when they are ranging or when they are really indecisive, it does not make a lot of sense, in my opinion, in these cases. So that's my take on that. And that is it for this episode. Hope your Thursday expiry, hope your monthly expiry was profitable. See you in the next one. Happy trading.